can all be seated. Hi everyone, have you had a great week? Good to see you in church this morning. I know that uh, God wants to speak to us today and wants to speak to you as well. So just do a a couple of little uh, announcements before we move on and that is we're going to do our grand opening of our extension out that way straight after the service so stick around for that and invite you to come over that way as soon as we're done here and uh, we're going to have Beth cut the ribbon so she was a designer and the uh, uh, planner behind all of what you see that you will see when you go out there today and just want to honour her for for her input and uh, you know uh, ideas that went into that also I want to thank JRB Constructions and Jack Bascom for his uh, construction work and all that so uh, he was in the first service but he's not here now so he had enough fame for one morning and went home again but uh, it's really really good to see what we've got out there because we want to build facilities that help people uh, take away all the obstacles for people to not be able to come to the house of God so um, that's stage one of another stage that we will be doing next so I really want to encourage you what is really really great and the miracle behind that is that we're able to do that without going to the bank, without borrowing any money. So uh, we're able to fund those things ourselves. So I really want to encourage you with one priority. That's where that one priority funding has gone to, to build a building like that, uh, debt-free and uh, using our, our church's money, so your church's money. So that's a great thing. Let's give the Lord a hand for that part. That's really good. And uh, Claire Window and a, a few of the girls have gone up to minister at Tumby Bay this morning. So that's really great for us to be able to extend our reach as a church by sending our preachers. And uh, Chloe Warren is doing the communion up there today. So that's really exciting. And um, we're just going to uh, be constantly out there helping other churches around about in that sort of a way. So that's really, really good. Who enjoyed last week's message from Pastor Jim? It was a great message. And... Uh, I think it was the week before or so that Claire, uh, Claire Window preached, another great message. So uh, I think it's really amazing to be watching uh, the preachers in our church coming through, new preachers and, and uh, people maturing in the things of God. And it's just so exciting to see. So maybe God might be speaking into your heart about some things and stepping into new areas uh, that he might have for you. But I want to encourage you, trust God with the journey and, and you'll see God use you in great ways. So wherever you are with that today, just want to encourage you, stay on the journey with God and he's going to use you for great effect. Um, one other announcement is the census. We don't have it on the screens, the census details, but they're on the TVs today. But uh, the, the census is really important. That's coming up this week. You'll, you'll get to fill out your census form in your own home. I'm not going to tell you what you ought to uh, fill out for yourself. But what I want to give you is information as a, a church that will represent us in the future on the census form. So if you, if you want to get on board with this, I want to encourage you to do that. I think it's question 23. There's a religious uh, questions that, you know, it says, are you affiliated to any church or whatever? So a lot of denominations are, are mentioned there. The ACC is not, but the... the uh, what we're doing is combining with a whole lot of other Pentecostal churches right across uh, the nation and deciding together so that we get a bigger footprint to put in the box that says other. So if you're not in any of those other denominations, tick other and write the word Pentecostal. That way it gives our church, the, the, the type of church that we are, the expression that we are, it gives us a much better footprint 
to the government to see that we are a, a force and a, a group of people. Oh, that force is probably not a great word there, but we are a, a group of churches that has an impact on society and on, on our nation. So that's the reason why we ask you to do that. So um, please be aware of that question. Don't just bypass it, but uh, if you can, put a tick there and, and write the word Pentecostal. So um, that would uh, be good because I think in that by the next census, we hope that we're able to see that, that we have a, a, a box to tick that has Pentecostal in there so that we are represented um, properly in the government. So that's good. All right, I'm just going to pray and then we're going to get into the Word of God this morning. So dear Heavenly Father, I pray this morning that you'll open our ears and our eyes and our hearts and stir in our spirits something powerful uh, that comes from the preached Word of God. I pray today that people will be set free, will be uh, uh, lightened in their load, and Lord, I pray that there'll be something of the, the call and the purpose of God descending upon our spirits today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> well, the, the title of my message today is Wisdom and Instruction. A bit of a departure from uh, my themes that I've been going through this year, but I uh, just really feel it's important that we uh, speak about these things and get an understanding and a grasp of them in our hearts. So, starting from Proverbs 16, verse 20, it says, Those who listen to instruction will prosper. Those who trust in the Lord will be joyful. I want to uh, see the two parts of that, that scripture there. Those who listen to instruction will prosper. I want to encourage you, it's good to prosper in life. I want to encourage you, go for the prosperous spiritual journey than the poverty one. So those who trust in the Lord will be joyful. And I want to um, encourage you that there are instructions that come from God that bring great satisfaction and joy to your life. So one of the things I don't ever want us to stray away from as a church is our purpose and reason to be here on the earth. And that is to, the, to, um, uh, do the, to carry on the work of Jesus in uh, bringing people who are separated from God back to God. That's our purpose and our reason. And we should never get so distracted through life, through the busyness of everything, even our uh, activities in life, to forget that that's what God has called us to do, is to reach the lost. So uh, Jesus came to earth to deal with sin, that separated people from God. Our role is to help people discover that and help them come back to God again. So you know, we know that uh, that is our purpose and that is our reason. We want to always keep that at the forefront of our activities. So today we don't want to miss what Jesus wants to do for us. And every, every time we come together like this, uh, on Sundays, on uh, awaken nights or whatever other times we come together, we want to be uh, equipped and motivated and encouraged and we also want to give opportunity for other people who don't know who God is yet to enter into that relationship that they can have with him. So if you're here today and you're away from God or you're in church for the first time, I want to thank you for coming and pray that you may have an opportunity to God, that God will speak to you today. So, back to my message here, instruction and wisdom. So, I want to just start with a few ideas here. Uh, instructions are your friend. So, I know if you're a man, you don't like instructions like me, you, you, don't, you just want to tear into things and, and, and you don't want to waste time reading the instructions. But uh, there's all kinds of instructions. There's emergency instructions, there's assembly instructions, there's driving instructions, 
handling instructions, operating instructions, cooking instructions, COVID instructions. But you know, all these different things, they're your friend. They, they are there to help you. Instru- instructions are there to help you. So why don't you turn to someone and say, instructions are your friend. <clears throat> but you know what? Most importantly, there are instructions that come from God to live spiritually and to live powerfully in every part of your life. You know, so sometimes we, we think, well, you know, the instructions we get from the Word of God, they're, they're only just going to be good for this or that part of my life. No, they're for every part of your life. And I want to encourage you today that the Word of God has an instruction for you wherever you're at, whatever stage of life you're in, uh, whatever uh, career you might be going down, the Word of God has instructions that will help you every step of the way. So I want, I want perhaps for you to stop for a moment this morning because uh, Jesus wants to tell us something. Jesus wants to tell you something. And perhaps you're a person who loves planning and arranging and organising. That's a good thing to do and I want to, I want to encourage you to do that. But in the, in the midst of all that uh, planning and doing things that you can do, take some time, wait on the Lord and ask for his instructions. So that's the most important fact that we need to have applied to our life is not only the, the, the planning and the things that we can do, but to invite Jesus in to bring us into a, a level of instruction that, that opens up a spiritual journey and a spiritual way forward for us. So going back to, to Psalm 119, those who listen to instruction will prosper. And I want to see you prosper in your walk and your journey through this life to be a prosperous person. So I've just got a, a, an idea here. Pride's instructions... Pride gets in the way of hearing and and reading instructions because if you're too proud, you go, I don't need the instructions. I'll just work it all out myself. But pride's instructions are you don't need instructions. So when when you uh, throw out the instruction book, you're saying that 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 is uh, uh, pride speaking. So Proverbs 11.2, pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So when you have a, a, a humble spirit, you can, uh, you can seek after advice. You can seek after um, uh, instructions that will help you put things together well. So um, those who lack instruction will lack wisdom. And the results of that are you waste opportunities. So pride swindles the wisdom of instruction. So we need to realise sometimes when, when pride is speaking into our spirit, into our heart, and go, hang on a minute, if I'm getting independent, if I'm separating myself from others who can help me and speak into my life and, and uh, uh, you know, neglecting the word of God and those type of things, then we find ourselves under the, under the power of pride that says we can do it all by ourselves and no one has to tell me how to go. But one thing that is, that is true is the Bible has great emphasis on wisdom and the benefits that it carries into your life. So wisdom uh, makes the most of every opportunity. So when you have wisdom as part of your, of your character, then you'll make the most of every opportunity. And, and there is so many times where we miss opportunities because we just didn't have the instruction. We didn't have the wisdom to see it. So... Wisdom isn't by chance. Some, you know, sometimes you might look at someone and you think, wow, they are just lucky people. They just seem to know. They just seem to have the wisdom when they need it. But uh, wisdom isn't by chance. It comes from the discipline of instruction. 
Now, when it comes to your spiritual journey, uh, it's not about, hey, um, God, just give me a big truckload of wisdom that's going to carry me for the rest of my life, uh, for every circumstance and situation, you know, and, and going on a, maybe a course, a, a three-week crash course to fill me up with every, every bit of wisdom that I need, every bit of instruction. But what it is, is a journey of development. So it's not like you just do the course and, and get the certificate and then that'll do you. It's about a daily walk with the God, one step after another, receiving a fresh information, fresh instruction for the things that are before you each day. And I want to encourage you, don't underestimate or take for granted the time of a daily time with the Lord, praying, reading the word and doing those those uh, disciplines of the Christian life that will help feed you the instructions that God wants to give you. So you can't, there's no shortcut to that. And it's, so it's, a, it's a, a daily intake, a regular intake will make you strong. It's not one download once upon a time in my life and that'll do me for a long, long time. You know, you just need to have a daily input that is enough. So it's not too complicated or too hard or too much to take in at once. So... Proverbs 13, 14, the instructions of the wise is like a life-giving fountain. Those who accept it avoid the snares of death. Proverbs 19, 20, get all the advice and instruction you can so you'll be wise the rest of your life. So we need to seek after wisdom and instruction. Um, so I know for me anyway, and probably the same for you, we don't have the benefit of personal instructor for every aspect of life. Um, but you have access to the Holy Spirit, to the Word of God, and to the church that upholds the values of godly instructions. So we need to realise those, those key factors. We're going to look at them uh, briefly. So wisdom can be found um, to instruct you for everything from, from God. He wants to give you instructions for everything in your life that comes from God. So the three important points that I want you to, to see and recognise this morning. Number one, we can get wisdom, we can get instruction from direct revelation from the Holy Spirit. And I believe as a, as a, a Pentecostal church, as spirit-filled believers, I believe that we ought to be able to hear direct revelations from the Holy Spirit speaking to our heart about our, our life, about us, about things we should do, about things we shouldn't do, about places to go and places not to go. I believe that that is a legitimate avenue that God wants to speak into our heart. But it needs to be balanced. It needs to be balanced by the Word of God. So when we hear something, we, we get an, an idea or a thought to do this or do that or, or to put something together or to start or stop or whatever it is, we need, to, we need to balance that with the Word of God. So God might stir something, show you something, reveal something into your spirit and I want you to learn to trust those things. Um, but we also, in the development of that, we need to learn how to balance that with the Word of God. So if, God, if you feel that you've got a Word from God, but it is totally contrary to the Word of God, then I can, I can safely tell you it probably wasn't the Spirit of God speaking. So balance it by the Word of God. The church, number three, is the church and godly leaders. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9 it says, Joshua was full of the Holy Spirit of wisdom, uh, oh, sorry, full of the Spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. See, Joshua had wisdom because he was aligned with Moses. 
He knew where he belonged. He was aligned, aligned with Moses and with the assemblies of God's people. He was uh, you know, leading uh, alongside Moses the people of Israel on their journey through the wilderness, but he was connected in and he knew his place among, uh, among that leadership role. But hearing from God is, a myst- is mysterious, but it isn't without accountability. And so I want to really encourage you today to have an accountability structure in your life and that you can, uh, when, when you believe that God is speaking to you about something, that you have an accountability structure around you. And that's why we, uh, we have church and we, we come together to encourage one another and uh, help each other in that accountability area. 1 Corinthians 14.32 in the NIV says, the, spirit, the spirits of prophets are subject to to the control of prophets. So 2 Corinthians 13, verse 1 to 6, I won't read it all out to you this morning, but Paul says, test yourselves and every case must be established by two or three witnesses. You think, what's all this about? So Paul is referring to ancient law from Deuteronomy to protect innocent people from accusations. Now, if we apply this spiritually to ourselves and give ourselves three witnesses to avoid the enemy's accusations against us or the enemy's deceptions against us and be guided by wisdom's instructions. So I want to give you those uh, three things this morning. Our three witnesses, uh, direct revelation from the Holy Spirit. I believe we need to ask for that, seek for that and believe for that because God, the, the, the best way God wants to speak to you is direct to you. And, and so often we've become so used to thinking, well, I only hear God speak to me when a prophet comes to town and I hear the voice of the prophet and, and, and that's, that's a secondary or maybe a third uh way to hear God. But um, where are at to? So our three witnesses, direct revelation from the Holy Spirit, balanced by the word of God, balanced by the church and godly leaders. And when I say when, when you, you need to have godly leaders who have defined fruit in their life, there's a lot of people who, who have uh, are fruit loops, but you need to find people with real spiritual fruit in their life that you, can, that you can bounce things off, that you can say, hey, I think God's speaking to me about this. I think God's showing me these things. And you talk to them, and you get their advice, and you get their instruction, and you balance what they say with the Word of God. You put those three together, and you find yourself walking through the instructions a wise and powerful life. So is that good for you this morning? Here is some solid, dependable way of finding godly instruction and wisdom. Uh, Deuteronomy 8 verse 3. It says, People do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Now, go, you would have heard that because Jesus referred to that scripture. Uh, when Jesus, um, who was the word of God, was tempted by Satan... He used the word to quench Satan's mischief. I think that's, there's a whole deep stuff in there. But it's amazing. Matthew 4 verse 4. Jesus had been fasting for 40 days and the devil comes to tempt him and, and he knows that he's hungry. So the, the devil says to Jesus, if you are the son of God, t- turn these stones into bread. Jesus directly refers to, to this scripture uh, And he says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so he he, uh, shuts down the enemy's deception through knowing what the word of God says. 
Matthew 5 verse, uh, Matthew 4 verse 5 to 7. Um, the devil takes Jesus to the pinnacle of, of a building and he, and he says, if you're the son of God, um, jump off. Because doesn't the scripture say that the, the, the God will send his angels to, to you know, carry you, protect you? And uh, the devil used a twisted scripture. Sounds like that band they used to have in the 80s, whatever, Twisted Sister. This is Twisted Scripture. None of you know that band, of course. <clears throat> but Jesus responded using scripture and he says, the scripture also says you must not test the Lord your God. So Matthew 4 verse 8 and 10. The devil said, worship me and I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. Because uh, they're mine to give to anyone who I choose. And Jesus responded, get out of here. And we need to have that kind of a confidence in the word of God that when we start to get things that are off balance, that may be there to, to uh, um, cause us to feel um, you know, that, that, that there's something good for me in this, we need to say, get out of here, Satan. And uh, Jesus responded with that. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So Jesus lived with wisdom that comes from instruction found in the word and he used it to um, devastate the enemy's deceptions and you need to discover that too to devastate the enemy's deceptions because he's very cunning and very sneaky and he will even use scripture in a wrong context to try and lure you into a wrong place a wrong direction he will give you false instructions so that what you build isn't what God had in mind so we need to realize that we've got to balance the word of God with what we're feeling the spirit of God is speaking to us and with godly, uh, godly brothers and sisters around about us who help us on that journey. So I want to live life and lead others to, uh, by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's the best way to live because I don't live by bread alone. I don't live by food and, and the things that I eat. But we want to live and walk and, and go through this journey instructed by the word of God that is, that is uh, uh, wisdom to our soul. So live, we can live in the victory and the promise of Jesus' instruction for, for us and for you. We can live in that victory. If we apply this, uh, if we want to apply this today, we apply it by asking Jesus to confirm his instructions by his word, by scripture. And so if you want to know what are God's instructions to me, he's, he's not hiding them. He wants you to see it in his word. Deuteronomy 32 verse 47. I'm using Deuteronomy a lot today. These instructions are not empty words. They are your life. By obeying them, you will enjoy a long life in the land and you'll that you will occupy when you cross the Jordan River. Now I want to tell you something. We're not living by obedience today. We live by faith. So the, the, this... Scripture was written to the people of Israel as they were journeying into their promised land and, and their, their whole covenant was to obey the, the, the law of God. And he said, if you obey these things, then you'll be blessed. You'll have wisdom. You'll, I'll give you the instructions. They are to be obeyed. Today we live in a different, uh, a different covenant, the covenant of Christ. Now, the blessings that, are, that come by faith, come by our believing. The blessings of faith are equal to the blessings of obedience. And God wants you to be blessed by your faith. I want you to know that this morning. Uh, the blessings of faith are the same as the blessings of obedience without having to obey. 
It's what we believe. That can be controversial, but it's what the gospel is all about. So someone here today, you need to be encouraged to step over the river of faith and be born again. Ask Jesus to be your saviour. Ask Jesus back into your heart. Maybe you've been separated from God for a long time. Maybe you've been a Christian and you've wandered away. This morning you can come back and step back into, step back over, over that river of faith and step into a new level of knowing Jesus, a new level of instruction. And maybe by faith we need to, some of us need to occupy land. Believe Jesus has good for you. So when we say occupy land, that's taking things that God has designed and, and set for you, for your life, for your ministry, for your, um, for your future. And, and God's saying occupy the land. Start taking things back into your, into your world again. So by faith, occupy the land. Believe Jesus has good for you. Be wise with instructions and things will turn around quickly. So you might find yourself in a place, I can have the musicians come and join me again. You might find yourself in a place today where you think, I'm far away from where I should be. Uh, I'm not where I want to be. But I want to encourage you this morning, wherever you're at today, if you'll turn to the Lord, he will turn things around quickly in your situation. His instructions uh, can can, uh, turn things around very fast if you'll apply them to your situation. So... If you go to the book of Psalm 119, it tells us there in verse 17 and 18, the psalmist is calling out to God. He says, Be good to your servant that I may live and obey your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instructions. So this morning, I'm going to, if we could just perhaps stand together today. And we're going to ask God to open our eyes to, to show us instructions and And ask and ask again for open eyes to see the instructions for life. Again in James 1 verse 5, it says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and He'll give it to you. He'll not rebuke you for asking. Ask God to be good to you. I think that's an amazing thing. Ask God to be good to you. That's a good thing to ask because God is good to you. And sometimes we've, we've lived with the wrong instructions that have come from the devil. They've said, God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. God doesn't know you. Well, the Word of God says He does. And He says, if you want to, if you want to um, enjoy the instructions and the wisdom that comes from God, then ask. Ask God. Reveal His Word to our hearts. Help, help him, uh, ask Him to help open your eyes to see wisdom's instructions so this morning as i'm going to pray for people and some people here you need to step over into a new revelation you need to step over into a new understanding perhaps you've thought well it's all about obedience and you know what we do need to listen to god's voice and obey the voice but you know what what's what's much more powerful is our faith it's a new covenant that we live in today and that is by faith it's what we believe god will do for us it's when we believe what Jesus has done for us that he's, he's done it he's paid it he's, he's worked it he's broken things he's, he's created things he's, he's awoken things for you ask God he's good to you reveal his word to your heart today he wants to give you wisdom's instructions so some of us need to step over some of us need to occupy some things 
when we saw that thing about going into the land, stepping over the river and, and occupying the land, there's, there's things that you need to occupy that God wants you to have, that God wants you to be blessed with. And this morning, perhaps we're going to break something that causes you to receive that. Maybe there's people I just feel right now, someone here, people, maybe more than one, you're feeling condemned by guilt. And you're thinking, well, you've limited yourself because you thought, I made a mistake, I, I messed up, and I can only go this far. You know something? God wants to release you past that bar, that past that barrier. He wants to take you as far as you can possibly go. He wants to take you beyond and, and release the barriers off your life this morning. If you have faith, in his instructions trust his instructions and he'll take you way beyond all those limitations so why don't we just raise our hands to heaven today this morning and open our hearts to God as we pray and Lord I just pray today over your people Lord may there be great wisdom poured out upon our lives I pray right now that you break things that have to break release things that have to be released bless things that need to be blessed and Lord take things away from our life that need to be taken away I pray in the mighty name of Jesus today Lord we want to ask you for wisdom Lord we know that you have good things for your servants and I pray today that you have good things Lord I pray that you stir within people faith to believe what you have spoken over our life Lord because what you have spoken is what is going to happen so we just pray and receive that this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Lord that your wisdoms instructions will be downloaded to us and this we pray in Jesus mighty name just have one more thing if we could just close our eyes to allow for privacy here today and we don't want to miss any opportunity to give people the, the, the time to make their lives right with God. And we do that by putting our trust in Jesus Christ and enter a relationship with Him. So if you've never entered a relationship with Jesus, you can do that today. You can make your life right with God. The way we do that, the first step is asking Jesus to forgive us of our sin and asking Him to be our Lord and Saviour. Right now, there's going to be a prayer that will pop up on the screen. I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me if you've, you need to get your life right with Jesus today. In this prayer, has a confession that we believe who Jesus is. It has a declaration of repentance when we ask for the forgiveness of our sins. It, it has... Uh, an invitation for Jesus to come and live in our heart. It has a declaration that, that we believe that by saying, I am born again, and that we want to live our life according to His instructions and His wisdom from now on. So if you're here today and you need to reconnect with God again, if you, you want to you know, come back to the Lord and, and serve Him, or today if you're here and you're going, well, I've never ever done this before, and you want to be born again, you want to have a whole new fresh start, then I just encourage you, there is power in this prayer. There's power in this prayer. It is God's instruction for a wise life. It all starts here. Can we just pray this together? Dear Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God and that you died on the cross to forgive my sins. I ask that you forgive me. I give you my life. 
and I invite you to be my Lord and Saviour. Today, I am born again. I trust my future into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the very first time or you're coming back to God for a long time away, then I really encourage you, come and speak to me. I'd love to pray with you personally and encourage you and help you along that that journey that you're stepping into right now. And I just want to encourage you that it's a great, great decision to make. So just want to um, say that uh, we we are going to do the opening in a sec. So I'm just going to ask Brooke to come and uh, go through the announcements. God bless you, church. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning.